This is the Australia Report with Vic Aladef. Good day, mate. Vic Aladef, a very good morning to you. Thank you for being flexible and being able to speak to us at this time. How are you? Very well, thank you. And uh, you're welcome. Good to talk to you. Nice to speak to you. So apparently there was a heartbreaking public meeting as hostage families address Australian audiences. Tell us about this. So there has been, and uh, uh, I had the privilege of attending. This was on, on a Sunday morning two days ago at one of the uh, synagogues on the North Shore. About a thousand people turned up, and there were half a dozen hostage families, uh, members of families who were on the stage. And uh, one was a lady whose son uh, is uh, in his early 20s. He's a drummer, and she she essentially read out the text that he sent to her when there were people in his house and and uh, and she and she was saying why don't you go out through the back window and he was saying i can't because i can see them through the window if i go out they'll kill me mm. so mm. so her son this drummer so he was abducted he's currently in gaza another lady son was killed um it was heartbreaking as as you can imagine um and uh and obviously the the speakers themselves were in tears so so that took place on sunday and th- this hostage group and there are more than the half a dozen that we saw on sunday they have met with the prime minister they've they have been uh traveling extensively they've now left they've gone back to israel the the negative side of that story horrible side of that story is that when the group of hostages and i think 10 or 12 of them all up were in Melbourne. Mm. Somehow word got out to some of the nasty people in this community, in this world, uh, where the hotel they were staying. And a group of, of, of anti-Israel, let's call them protesters, uh, uh, stormed into the hotel where they were staying with massive signs about free Palestine, etc., river to the sea, and with two dolls covered in, well, obviously purporting to be blood, which they threw on the floor. It was, Despicable. Which is and, which is uh, so unbelievable because these are people, these are humans, these are people who have lost children. Oh who, my God. Uh, and what does that say? What does that say? That Jewish and, lives are just so meaningless to us that that we 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 just don't care. But but Jews must care about uh, you know pro-Israel supporters must care about Gazan lives. Uh, how does that even make sense? And what also makes no sense is where were the police? You know, hotels are private property. This is a crowd plaza hotel. One but this is interesting, Vic, because, the, you know, this is, we're hearing more of this. We spoke to a young man, Adam Kahlberg, last week, who was on, on Sky as well, and he's got South African connections, and we, we chatted to him about uh, him being told that he can't have an Israeli flag because it could incite other people, but everybody else could do whatever they would want to do. And it was quite alarming that the police seemed much more concerned about uh, you know managing pro-israel supporters in a way than this type of event which is horrific well, well that was in the state of victoria where melbourne is and also in that state and also uh, about 30 i don't know the exact number reported 30 or 40 people in nazi uniform marched through the town of ballarat which is a small town but in the state of victoria as well and were free to do so with no with no police interference.
And then moving right along, uh, yesterday, 600, 600 Jewish women dressed in white held a public demonstration in Melbourne and where they, and where the, the motto that they were chanting was, was, uh, was, me too, unless you're a Jew. Mm, in other mm, words, the point mm. I'm making is, you know, where was the Me Too movement in response to the fact that Israeli women were raped and murdered and abducted on October 7? And where has been the United Nations Commission of Women and Pitom after, after seven or eight weeks, uh, they suddenly woke up to condemn what had happened. So this was a very powerful demonstration by 600 Jewish women. And then moving right along from that, 500 lawyers, mainly Jewish, but not, not only, uh, published a legal, a legalistic statement defending what Israel is doing in Gaza. And this was in response to about a thousand lawyers, uh, um, criminalizing Israel, saying that Israel was breaking every international law by doing what it's doing. Then moving right along again, a, um, one of the major theatre companies in the city, here in Sydney, there was a play, a Chekhov play, and I think I mentioned this last week, but it's, it's been further repercussions. And when the actors were taking a curtain call and doing their encores, three of the actors chose in their wisdom to come on stage wearing Palestinian kafirs. And, and uh, so this has obviously caused major eruptions throughout the Jewish community, and uh, with people... Um, some cancelling subscriptions, and uh, and the and the, and I, in full disclosure, I know the people who run the theatre. They are decent people. They are trying to do the right thing, and they've issued a strong statement saying that the actors have been told that they are free to express their opinions on their own platforms. In other words, not on the platform of, of our stage. But in the meantime, I understand there's been pressure from American actors' unions on the on this uh, theatre saying, what are you doing on behalf of our actors, etc. And then moving right along again, a new law has been passed, or to be accurate, there is a law in place which has not been effective about people inciting violence. And so just last week, the, the government of this state, New South Wales, has strengthened that law to make it far more uh, feasible and possible for the police and for the prosecutors to charge those who incite violence um, in any context, but obviously um, expedited by the fact what's going on here. So uh, everywhere you turn, there's something something happening, positive or negative. And uh, and one and one final uh, major negative is that a teachers' federation in the state has been encouraging teachers to come to schools, and we've mentioned this before, but it's continued, to come to schools wearing Palestinian garb, mm. uh, promoting the Palestinian cause, now in public schools. And so where does that leave Christian children, Jewish children, Hindu children, all those who do not necessarily subscribe to that view of the world? How marginalized or isolated does it leave them feeling? Unbelievable. I actually can't get over if you look at every aspect of every life all around the world. Uh, this has, has almost infiltrated and, and is actually destroying from theater to schools, no matter what it is. 
this aggressive, very, very aggressive uh, one-dimensional view of this conflict and of this of of this whole environment has has just been allowed to take hold. And it obviously just didn't happen today. This started a while back, but very, very dangerous when we see what uh, when we see what is happening around the world and uh, in a place even like Australia. Uh, Vic Aladev, thank you as always. Vic is the former CEO of the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies. He talks to us every Tuesday.